With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm Don Allen, and across the way over there is Jamar Nelson. And we're glad to be here on this beautiful, sunshiny afternoon in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Man, it's gorgeous outside, isn't it, Don? I was enjoying the Republican weather so good. Oh, my. It was beautiful. The what weather? It was beautiful. It was like Republican sunshine, Republican warmth. Just the people were friendly and Republican. I don't know what era you live in, because right now the Republican sunshine is pretty gloomy, especially with the guy heading the White House. Wait, wait. Knock, knock. Who's there? Hillary. Hillary who? That's what I'm saying. She lost. Who? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm quite glad that you brought that up, because before we bring in our roving reporter, I've got something for you. Okay, again. Here's the thing. You know I'm always on Donald Trump. Yes. And I'm always on the lies and the paranoia that he displays. I understand because I was like no, that when Obama was in office. No but presidential decorum at all. He doesn't know what it is. No tact. So I, 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 I thought that I had been hearing a lot of the things he had said before. I don't know if it was via Google or uh, Wikipedia, YouTube. I don't know. I, I thought I'd heard it before. So I kind of put this little snipping thing together to kind of sound. Snippet. This is, little snippet. This, snippet. this is pretty much what he sounds like now. You tell me who he, uh, who, who the guy that he sounds like. It is time for the great silent majority of America to stand up and be counted. But the silent majority is back, and we're going to take the country back. We should hit hard on the issue of law and order and the issue of justice. And I want everything to be law and order and justice and everything perfect. The wave of crime is not going to be the wave of the future in the United States of America. This is a massive crime wave. That's what's going to happen. It's not going to happen if I get elected. Uh, I have never heard or seen such outrageous, vicious, distorted reporting in 27 years of public life. But I've never seen more dishonest media than, frankly, the political media. When opinion is expressed, label it so. But don't mix the opinion in with the reporting of the news. They're reading false newspaper articles and seeing false things on television. And, I mean, really, really biased reporting. When a commentator uh, takes a bit of news and then with knowledge of what the facts are, oh distorts viciously, I have no respect for that individual. I read stories that they write that are knowingly false. They're knowingly false. Really? No, it's a lie. <laughs> I don't know, Don. He might have you there. Yeah, no, no. So, so, so again, to me, do you hear 
Do you hear the, the 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 similarities in the paranoia? Well, actually, a lot of that was taken out of context. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. There was a whole lot taken out of context. And so I could do that with President Obama no, and Gerald, Gerald Ford. No, with, oh, no you couldn't. With no, President couldn't. Jimmy Carter. No, you couldn't. And Shirley Caesar. See, <laughs> I st- you name it. No, listen. Yeah. Here's the thing. The paranoia is is real, and the lies that this guy gets caught up in con- consistently. But he was, I mean, this is a president that now is under federal investigation when, because of his. When does it say so, that he's under federal? I have not seen anything that said he's. Do under you federal. watch TV? No. You do know who the the FBI director testified before yes. uh, millions of people and said that we are actively investigating this administration and okay, those who this ha- have time. administration, but well, see, out of context again. Let's get, no, let's get this down. That's I was always taught if you're going to look at something critically, you need to look at the facts. So oh. if the administration is under investigation, yes, that would include Donald Trump. But you cannot say that Donald Trump is under investigation. Uh, the, when, Don, the, when, when the statement was Don, the administ- yes. stop, turn your mic off. Okay, sorry. I, I dare right. you, I no dare, way. I dare you to Google it and listen to what see, there we go James again. Comey said. There, he, there did, we go he, he was very specific. I, I, can't, I can't depend on Auntie okay. Google or, or Uncle's, Uncle Yahoo you know to do anything. I love that now everything that everything now that that tells the truth about Republicans is fake news. We catch you in the lies and your deceit, and it's fake news. Get that number out. Hey, 651-989-5855. That number is 651-989-5855. Or listen to us online at TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com. Pre-pre. Hey, guys. How's it going? How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. Do you have a loop tape of all the presidential comments you're going to play, too? <laughs> Gee, Louise. Well, I do not. Oh, thank you. Pre- let's go with Priya with the news bag. All right, so we're going to start off with uh, Chris Coleman, who is a gubernatorial candidate running for governor of Minnesota. He gave his final state of the city speech um, in the past week, and he basically was giving off a resume of all the good works he's done in the last year. Um, He's talked about community policing and how effective it's been. Um, He's been talking about the trade schools and um, apprenticeship opportunities um, within St. Paul and how... You know, it was benefiting kids around, you know, St. Paul and how they needed to um, take those opportunities if given. Um, Talked about the Right Track Summer Program, um, which was initiated in 2014, giving high school students an opportunity to do paid internships. Um, Talked about the recycling program. Um, Many of your listeners probably know who are in St. Paul that the city tied, uh, went in with the a new recycling program, and they forgot to pick up the recycling for, like, the first yep, stop. Yep, that was Chris Coleman. Just like, I'm glad you read that because one of his 2000-whatever, I think it was 14 campaign promises that the city of St. Paul is going to end homeless veterans. Homeless veterans. There's there going to be no more. You should see the number. Actually, Minnesota has done pretty darn good with They that. They have a list. They have a, okay. We've done pretty good. The same people that are veterans that are walking around downtown Minneapolis are the same ones that have been walking down there five years ago. Well, so. maybe they should get a job. Thanks. Uh, anyway, hey, thanks. don't be talking about the thanks veterans. For your service. Dude. We're back. That's a Democrat, by the way, y'all. We're, we're in the news back. <laughs> and um, the other story I have today is Tim Walsh. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You know what, though? Here's the thing. I'm actually happy that Coleman is running. I think that, that I thought that the state of the city address was pretty uh, ridiculous. The fact that, like you said, he made it a. Uh, 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 a litany of things that he had supposedly accomplished as mayor there. I'll give him a little credit. He's done decent out there. I mean, 
It's still pretty violent. But here's the other thing. I think that I love his police chief, and I love the relationship that he has with his police chief. Okay, we're talking about him running for governor. He's he's not— by the way, I just want to let it you guys know. It makes a difference, though, Don. And, and first, after our first break, we're going to have uh, gubernatorial candidate Rebecca Otto on, and that's going to silence all of Jamar's extra stuff on Coleman. But no, go ahead. No, because we're, we're I, the I like, we're in I like the Mrs. Otto, too. Yeah, okay, but see, you can't like— you, it's I can like to, whoever it's, I want. It's, it's hard to love, too. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, Tim Walsh has also announced his <laughs> bid for governor. Yeah. Um, that was on the Friday, March 27th, when he announced— um, came into town and showed up with his family, signed the papers and everything, and made a big to-do about it. Uh, many people have been watching for uh, both uh, Walsh and Nolan to decide whether or not they were going to run. Um, chatter around the state is is that um, Nolan is consider- heavily considering a run now, which could uh, put CD8 in play. With uh, Stuart Mills there. Oh, my goodness. Um, Jim Hagerdorn uh, in CD1 has already um, sent out his press release and is pushing hard for a run in 2018 um, against an empty seat there. So here's the thing. Walls, is that's when I heard that he was uh, about to run, I was that's pretty scary. And I, I mean, the sense that it's, it's scary because it's, it's just as scary as Coleman thinking about running for governor. No, no, these guys neither, are neither one of these, these guys, guys are neither one of these guys these are Trump. guys are career politicians <laughs> yeah. that don't need to go fishing. No, they don't. No one is a Donald Trump. No, this guy here, Walls, is is a fierce competitor, and the fact that he done that, the fact that he was expected to lose his race and done incredibly well well in rural Minnesota. Is big, and so Democrats are going to. We we usually do poor out there, but he did win by only half a point. It, you listen, and I think that should be said. If you play, win is a win, exactly. But incumbents do tend to have the upper hand, whether you know people like them or not. I mean, it's just a fact that people will tend to vote for the incumbent because they recognize the, the name, name, no doubt. Yeah, name recognition, no doubt, no doubt. But I I, I still think that uh, it's going to be pretty fierce battle to have him. Uh, now running the fact that he can do well out there in rural America because Democrats we've got to start doing better uh, out in rural Minnesota and I think that people like people like him uh, Rebecca that can really speak truth to power and 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 really speak to real issues that go on in rural Minnesota then uh, they're going to do well Uh, Dan go ahead just before we go to break hello yes Yes, Dan go ahead Hey, you know, uh, it's wonderful to know that you guys are able to talk and disagree so much, but still have a decorum. <laughs> I'm, I'm very impressed. Oh, thank you, My sir. My question is, I'm very confused as a conservative as to what the end game is for the Democratic Party. What kind of America, what is it? I mean, because the rule of law doesn't seem to be that important. Um, tax is a limit <laughs> on taxes are not that important. Um, the size of government is irrelevant, as big as possible. More and more people on government assistance. Yeah, it's going. I don't it, understand what the end game of the Democratic Party is. Is it complete? Everybody's broke. Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate that call, Dan. And we're going to have to get into that. I'll too. answer that. I'll answer his okay, you, question you on the other side of the break. No, seconds. no, no. I'm on the side of the break because we and don't have on, on the other side of the break, we're going to have uh, gubernatorial candidate Rebecca Otto on with us, our friend. Uh, So stay tuned. You're listening to Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130. Who doesn't? 
Hello and welcome back to Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm Don Allen. Over there across from me is Jamar Nelson. He's actually the Democrat. And uh, he's recovering from biting a sandwich the wrong way. Yeah, man. Yeah. I was in the middle of... I had a mouthful of food. <laughs> you, know, you know what the problem is with that? What? You had a mouthful of food right before our special guest was going to come on, and you had me like, Priya, you would help me out, though, right? Yes, yeah, whatever. That's okay. what we do here. That's what we do here. That's what we do. Hey, we are, uh, we have a lot of guests coming on this month. Oh, man. Action-packed. It, it's action-packed. And before we get to our our special guest today, we just want to set this up. Uh, next week, we have who? Next week we got uh, uh, Chris Fields. Oh, we and who's he with? He's with the GOP. Are you sure he's not with the House Republican Campaign Committee? With who? No, never mind. Okay, I look forward to that interesting show. And after Mr. Fields? Oh, now you're gonna. Act. Uh, Priya, can you help me out? You're our roving reporter here. The twenty second. The twenty second. Oh my goodness, we've got Rachel Dozel coming in. Dozel, Rachel Dozel, the uh, controversial NAACP leader out on the West Coast, and who- she's doing a barn. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now you wanna get mixed up in the family business? Introducing. The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The storm of interviews right now yes. and hyping it up. And so I've been hyping our show up as well as you have. We've got so many listeners anticipating yep, their yep. interview. And we're waiting on a call back from P. Diddy's uh, people out on the East Coast to have him on. He promised me an interview. I have a picture of him on Facebook when we were talking down at Lifetime in downtown Minneapolis. And hopefully he will give us that interview to uh, talk about President Obama's presidency. Well, you know who uh, we got somebody more important than P. Diddy coming on, too. Not not just having Rebecca on today, but we've also got Rep Thiessen coming on. Oh, we do? Yeah. Oh. Yep, Rep Thiessen. Now, Thiessen. without further ado, and the left taking up too much time on the other side of the table, we'd like to welcome <laughs> uh, gubernatorial candidate and currently Minnesota State Auditor, Ms. Rebecca Otto. Thank you, Mr. Otto. Ms. Otto, are you there? I am here. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. We're just having fun in here, kind of tossing back. We wish you, <laughs> wish you could have came in, but we know the logistics of it. That's why we paid uh, wide open spaces by the, you know, by that group, that wonderful girl group that I really yeah. like. I have all, <laughs> their, I have all their hits on my, uh, on my iPod, and Jamar never rides in my car anymore with me. No. Yeah, and no. so because I'll put in some Dixie chicks. He goes, "What's this?" I said, "The Dixie," and he got out on. But was it St. Paul? What street was that? Somewhere in downtown St. Paul. Just start walking to the light rail. <laughs> yes, you know. I was thinking we were going. Uh, Miss Otto, I was thinking we were going to listen to Luther Vandross or somebody going on. But he decided to listen to Dixie Chicks, and so you know. I don't there see. I don't see. Anything but listen, wrong. I do like them. I mean, they're they're great Democrats, right, Rebecca? Oh, yeah. see, oh, yeah. let's stop. So, let's stop. You know, let's stop. So right I love here. them. So I'm a new fan. So, Miss Otto, I was so excited since seeing you uh, downtown St. Paul. I think it was last summer uh, in that beautiful restaurant down there and that great food. And yeah, I said, I said, you know, it would be really great, you know, as a conservative, me, if you, as your position and your political beliefs, ran as governor of Minnesota. And yeah. it looks like from your website, which is absolutely beautiful, you know, give whoever did that a tip. Tell them don't cross the street on a red light. But it looks great. And we appreciate you coming on the show today. Can you tell us a little bit about 
kind of what your campaign's about. And then Priya has a question. It's something, a question, and we're not going to pull no surprises on you. You are our friend, period. But we do have questions because I, we were a little upset. You uh, talked to me about a year, year and a half ago this time when I know the counties were kind of doing their own thing and things were up in the air and everything. And our roving reporter, Priya, would like to ask you a question about that, but we'll get to her. But first, tell us about Miss Otto. Well, um, it's so nice to be with uh, both you and Jamar today. Thank you. I'm honored to be on your show, and I, I remember our great conversation at Afro Deli in downtown St. Paul, one of my favorite spots. Um, and if you haven't been there, you should go. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, now, now they have to pay us. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I'll tell you what, the, the owner is a really, he's an incredible human being, So, and the food is fantastic. Yes, it okay. is. So the, the campaign, uh, you know, as you know, Donna, I announced in early January that I was um, running for governor, and I told everyone that my campaign was going to look a little bit different. Um, rather than going and telling people what I think I know or what I think are all the great ideas, I'm actually, I've been holding a listening tour around the state, and I am not done, um, and just sitting down with average Minnesotans and having them tell me what their hopes and dreams are for our future as a state. What's the next big thing? And then also, you know, what's not working? where we can do better. Um, and, you know, we're a big state. We have all different kinds of neighborhoods, communities. People have different life experiences. Some Minnesotans have more struggles right now than others. And so it's really understanding what that is. And also, we had some folks that didn't vote last election. I'm concerned about them, so I found some of them. And, um, you know, so it's just there. there's some, some of the systems aren't working for people right now. And so it's been my job just to kind of get, uh, you know, to get a, gain an understanding of what it is. And then also what's our hopes and dreams for our future, our collective future, because we're all one big family in Minnesota. I always say it's like the holidays. You get together with your relatives. You might not always agree with each other, and sometimes you might get, not get each other real well. <laughs> but at the end of the day, we're all family. We care about each other, and, you know, we, we want a good, a good state for everybody. Yeah, Word. I, I agree Word. 100%. Word. Our, our number is 651-989-5855. Again, the number six five one nine eight nine five eight five five. But our roving reporter, Pre Pre, I'm having trouble with my R's today, Pre Pre, for some reason. Okay, uh, but go ahead with your question, please. Miss Otto, thank you so much. Um, my question for you is: um, obviously, you have had this fight with the counties in Minnesota over um, who should do the auditing for each county. Um, for the past couple of years, um, I'm wondering, how do you think that's going to affect your campaign as you travel around the state? Thank you for that question, Priya. So really quick recap for anybody that isn't totally familiar. In 2015, the legislature, in the middle of the night, last night of session, attempted to privatize the office of the state auditor, which actually belongs to the people of Minnesota. It's their office, and, and the legislature doesn't get to do it in. Only the voters can vote for a constitutional amendment to um, get rid of the office if they choose not to have it. But we're the taxpayer's watchdog, so it's an extraordinarily important function. And we have audited and worked with the counties since the beginning of statehood, believe it or not. The founders understood that um, the counties are part of state government, actually. They're the implementation arms of state government, and they handle billions of dollars a year in taxpayer money. So um, I went to courts, and I sued the state and three counties, and the state declined to participate. And so now it's down to three counties. Um, we just had our oral arguments in the Court of Appeals, and I'm suing on the basis of um, the law being unconstitutional for two different provisions in the Constitution. So how is it going for me as I travel the state with that, with the um, standing up for the people and fighting on their behalf? It's going great. 
Um, the majority of Minnesotans that I talk to are very upset about the law change. They're very upset about the fact the legislature did this because they understand that when it comes to people's money, some people behave badly. And so um, you have to have that deterrent, which is the Office of State Auditor, and the counties being the implementation arm, arm of state government and handling a lot of funds, we're there to be there for the people to make sure they're accountable and transparent with those funds. And so I don't get any pushback when I'm traveling. There's a few people at the Capitol who like the law and that are upset with me, but they don't, they're not the, the majority of Minnesotans, both Republican and Democrat, that are angry and um, that the legislature attempted to privatize the office. And yep. I'll also say that people call me at the office, farmers and people from around the state, and they say, you know what, don't stop fighting. Um, they want me to follow through on this because it's worth fighting for. I agree with you 100%. I was a little upset and set back. So you can add me to that list of people that just are really... Well, why should be able to say we, we, we know Republicans are always typically trying to privatize everything. Wait, wait, wait. This has nothing to do with... Republicans. Yes, it does, typically. Hey, anyway. Uh, here's I, the thing, though, Miss oh, uh, Otto. Uh, number one, you've got an extensive um, political career, which is just fantastic. But uh, uh, just a plain question. Why would you be what Minnesota needs? I mean, look, we've, we're, we're doing a good job now with, with the mayor, uh, excuse me, with, the, with our cover, cover, current governor. Nope. Why would you? Go ahead. Go beg your pardon. Just, excuse no, me. We'll, we'll go there. Go ahead. Yes, excuse please. me. We are, we're, I'm we're sorry, Miss Otto. We, just, we, we have to keep up the profile of the show when this guy does this kind of stuff. <laughs> we just have to stop him in his tracks. We are in great shape. And okay. shake him like a glow stick. And one of my questions Miss Otto is going to agree with, but why, were you, why, why are you good for Minnesota? Okay. Well, um, you know, it's my job to make the case that I'm the best person to lead the state. I would say that between my business background and starting a small business and building it to 50 people and selling it, um, having a master's of education, having taught in the public schools, understanding why some of our kids aren't succeeding. Um, it's not just rhetoric, it's actual research and knowledge. Um, the fact that I have been um, the state auditor and overseeing $20 billion per year spent by our local governments, serving on six state boards where I'm a fiduciary um, and doing all kinds of financial activities around um, financing affordable housing, financing farm operations, um, and so much more. Um, I am the right person to lead. The other piece that I have is that I'm a bridge between the rural and, and metro area in that I live on a small farm on the edge of the metro area, and um, I believe that I'm able to, um, I know I can, um, you know, represent all parts of the state really well. Um, and then finally, understanding the finances is, is extraordinarily important. I'm really worried about long-term financial planning and making sure that we're doing what we need to do as a state and that we are um, we don't have any nasty financial surprises or you know um, which you only can do if you do long-term financial planning and you understand where you sit today and what you need to do in the next decade so we got a lot of infrastructure sitting out there you know so that when we turn on our water maybe we flush that toilet that everything works um, there's some work to be done on that <laughs> and, it, and it costs <laughs> it costs money and right. so we don't want any rude surprises so to speak you know what I'm talking about um, so no matter where you live in the state, that we've planned properly because the stuff is pretty expensive to keep up and replace. And I don't know that we're doing our homework there either. Okay, Ms. Otto, would you stay with us for one more segment? Do you have time for that? Uh, I, would, I would love to. Thank you. We'd love to have you. Uh, we're just kind of sitting here, and I would like to uh, bring it home uh, from homeless veterans to uh, the community. Our community, this show is Black Republican, Black Democrat. So we do need to talk about some things that are under the government's governors or would be under the new governor's control and how we uh, 
some things and readjust some things that have been going on generationally in Minnesota, from MnDOT to the Minnesota State Lottery. You're listening to Twin Cities News Talk, Black Republican, Black Democrat, AM 1130, FM 103.5. Facebook political bias. Sorting through the news feed. I am biased. And you should know it. Glenn Beck. I'm a commentator. I'm an... Welcome back. You're listening to Black Republican. I said, welcome black. I'm, I'm sorry. We were dancing back in here. Republican, back Democrat. Yeah, no, I said black. Welcome black. Because we were dancing to this this great song. And uh, Who is it, Don? It's Luther Vant, okay. uh, The Glow of Love. The Glow of Love. Yeah. Well, welcome black, then. Welcome black, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Power to the people. We need to wish our roving reporter a very, very special happy birthday. Oh, yes. thank you, guys. It, she is what now? 14? Thank you for being here. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. She I'm 23, thank that's, you. That's a good age because you don't still don't know nothing. Uh, you're, <laughs> you're listening to the Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, or online at TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com. Call in number 651-989-5855. We are returning t- with, to, the wonderful Miss Rebecca Otto, who's running for governor of Minnesota. And you know what? I just, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm on the Republican side of things, and they might get mad at no. me. They might get a little upset with me, but you know what? I just got a letter in the mail from the House Republican Campaign Committee. They even gave me a membership card. That's oh, they gave you a membership card? Yeah. You know, they never gave me a membership card. And I was like, I was wondering if they've been sending these things out. Year Republicans year. don't give anything. Yeah, well, they gave, well, uh, just a minute. Let me read deeply. I will be right with you, uh, uh, Ms. Otto, but I think you'll get a kick out of this. Anyway, it says, <laughs> it says, there's a huge battle brewing in St. Paul between conservatives and liberals. But before I go into details, I want to express my deep gratitude for strong support of Republicans. That's why, as a symbol of our love for Minnesota and the conservative values we share, here's your... Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 2017 House Republican Campaign Committee membership card. What are your perks? Uh, you can contribute 25, 50, 100. To lie, cheat, and steal. <laughs> but I got one. And you know what? I am very proud to have this because that means what I've been saying since 2013 when I ran for chair of the Republican Party of Minnesota. Yeah, Republicans are rich. No, the Republican Party in Minnesota is dysfunctional. And because, dead broke. Because they should be sending this out instead of the House Republican Campaign Committee, okay, on behalf of them. Again, we'll have Chris Fields here next week. I'm sorry you can't win the battle of wits with me. Now, back to Miss Rebecca Otto. Uh, Miss Otto, welcome back. And I'm sorry we had to go on that little rant for a minute there, but you went on it. Anyway. I don't blame you. Being a Republican is hard. Yeah, it is. It Especially is. when you've got a, a a Nimrod as 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 acting president right now. See, you're you got that temporary amnesia. Mm-hmm. Knock knock. <laughs> Knock knock. He's an Emer- he's an Emer- knock, knock. So so here's no, the thing. No, let me ask. I got, I got who's there? Who's there? Who's there? Who's Hillary? There? Hillary whom? 
No, it's Hillary who? Hillary whom? That's what I'm talking about, who. Anyway, okay. uh, Ms. Otto, oh, what, I, what I was saying is that I want to talk about things like, just real quickly here, and I'll try to keep, I was told that my questions are too long and I talk too much, and I agree with that. You know, I had to have a master's degree in education. Oh, look, see, there you go. And we're real smart here. But anyway, we have two <laughs> smart people, or three maybe, in the room, uh, but <laughs> including you. Uh, we have a, never mind, I won't say that. Oh, my goodness. But, you know, we have MnDOT. We have the Minnesota State Lottery. Mm-hmm. We have Met Council. We have the Minnesota State Department of Administration. We have these four entities that have, if you crunch the numbers, which I'm sure you're familiar with, and you look at the data, something is not right when we're talking about a fair playing field. And I'm not mm-hmm. talking about handouts or victimhood or anything like that. I'm just talking about a hand up. We know that the Minnesota State Lottery gets tons of money. There's a reports out. There was some legislation that was tried to uh, kind of get developed by the uh, Office of the Revisor by a guy named Lenny Chisholm because he had a, a data privacy request, and it showed that a lot of the money coming from the lottery or the lottery wealth places in rural Minnesota and the minority ethnic communities. So why aren't they giving back? Why is it going to birds in the lakes? MnDOT, real quick. MnDOT has consistently, for many, as many years as I started looking at MnDOT, it has to be about 15 years now, have never really been in compliance. And I think this is something, I mean, Governor Dayton promised when uh, the Secretary of Labor, Hood, was in, when he was there, uh, they came up here to break ground at the New Light Rail thing in downtown St. Paul, and Governor Dayton said that he would look into this if MnDOT was still doing the same thing six months later. And they actually did worse. So as a candidate for governor, Knowing that if MnDOT ran, if MnDOT by itself ran correctly, unemployment in certain zip codes would be below 5%. How do you get this thing to work? Okay. So, um, first of all, the lottery, that's an interesting one. And, you know, I think that those funds are dedicated. Um, you know, if, 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 if someone wanted to expand what else that could go to, depending on, you know, maybe some areas that could really use some help. I think they're going to have to make, a, you know, a change in, in law for sure, um, and that doesn't mean that can't be worked on. The MnDOT piece, I want to make sure I'm clear with you. Um, so are you talking about, like, who they hire or and or which um, contractors they're contracting I, with? I have, yeah, I have some data okay. that showed from, like, on October from one year till May of the next year, they received, like, $63 million for Minnesota's road, bridges, and highways. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they basically contracted with one african-american for under a thousand dollars out of that 63 million and there are qualified i'm not talking about giving the money to a non-profit i'm talking about guys that have these companies that are really challenged you know i had a contract with the state through one of the ethnic councils Mm -hmm. and they can put you out of business as an independent small contractor i waited more than six months to get paid and I found out the guy I was working for never filed an invoice, never followed up. And I'm like, oh, my God, wonder if I – they go home every two weeks with their check. But you as a contractor, you're just like, you're out there. And this happens all the time. But that's kind of where I was going with that. But go ahead and answer, please. Yeah, well, so for – there's something called prompt payment of bills. <laughs> and so that should not happen to you. Um, and you can call me, you know, if, if – if, and I'll get you to the right people because – 
Um, government has to pay bills promptly. Oh, so, it, it, um, believe me, I took care of it. Trust me on okay, that. Yeah. Well, and and the other thing, though, Ms. Otto, he was he was dealing with Republicans, so you know it's always shady. It, it was not. Of, these were straight it, up liberal. It's always shady <laughs> these, dealing with no, Republicans. No, it was. He just threw that in there. Can Ms. I Otto? ask? Can go I ahead, ask Ms. Otto a question? Yes, you can. Can, go, I'm, I, can I? I'm going to ask you a few questions, and they're going to be simple. They're not going to be all long and it'll be a litmus test. Because she's not even going to listen. Okay, we're going to have to have her back for the full hour because you're going to step on my feet, right? Right, right on them. I hope I step on your corns. Okay. Miss Otto, it's going to be a real rigorous primary. Are you ready for that? Oh, absolutely. I've run, I've run in one statewide three times. I had a primary in the last general election, and I was outspent four to one, and we beat them four to one. So I'm way into being ready to do this, and I have a lot of support around the state, um, and I perform better than some, um, you know, like my margin of victory was bigger than Dayton's last cycle, and it wow. was bigger than Rick Nolan's in the eighth. So I'm, I'm, I'm very strong, and I have a lot of goodwill out there for the work that I've done. And so Republicans now, if you listen to them, make a bad thing about surplus. We've been running surpluses for the last mm-hmm. couple of years now. And, of course, mm-hmm. because they're not uh, over it, they make uh, surplus look bad. Uh, mm-hmm. Can you explain uh, how, how good a surplus is and that as a governor, is that an expectation for a governor? Well, I'll tell you, if you, if you have a surplus, I'll tell you, you know what, when, if you ever have money in a savings account, if anyone has the ability to do that, which is hard for a lot of families, but if you actually have money in a savings account, you feel pretty good. So it's because if, some, if an emergency comes up, you, you have some money to get you through. When you're living paycheck to paycheck, which many Minnesotans do, That's and an right. emergency happens, let's say you've got a car and you're, you have to replace a couple tires, you know, that can throw you into a, a tailspin because it doesn't... Um, you know, it, 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 you can downward spiral pretty quickly uh, when your finances fall apart. So for a state, it's the same thing. You're always going to have unexpected to come along. Um, and so you want to make sure that you've got money set aside in your savings account or your rainy day fund. Now, I'll tell you something else. I thought Don maybe was going to ask me about some of the um, areas of we need to improve in as a state in terms of the economic opportunity gap for some of our folks in the African-American community. Um, the yeah, educational it was. Gap educational gap that we're still working on. We have a home ownership gap uh, mm. in Minnesota too. Absolutely. Really yes. So what I'm saying what I'm saying is is that we have a lot of work to do. When you have a surplus, you have an opportunity to invest. And it doesn't mean that you go and blow money. What it means is you're very strategic and you're very smart about if we have an opportunity to invest, to make a difference in people's lives, you know, where do we do that? Now you're not gonna do it for the wealthy folks. But you are. You should be doing it for those that are that still need, uh, you know, a, a hand up that ladder, and um, and we know we know what the issues are, and so again, it's it's. Um, I'm pretty fiscally conservative actually, but that only because I believe in planning, long-term financial planning, making really smart investments, so that all of us are are um, have a you know a level playing field, and we know right now that we're not there. Yeah. You, you bring me to my next point. That's why the point I was going to make is a lot of Republicans think that Democrats aren't fis- fiscally responsible. Go. So you just answered the question for me that Democrats are pocketbook and type of, uh, of of leaders. So, again, I think that what you said was right. The fact that we have a surplus and not squandering it is, is important. So it does it. Is it a bad thing to set out goals for African Americans in the state of Minnesota, trying to get them t- different type of monies or uh, or type of uh, uh, training programs? Is that a bad thing for a governor have to set a goal to do? Oh no, that's a good thing to do. I mean, here here's where we sit. We've got jobs, and we're not filling them. 
because quite often we don't have the right skill set. Well, we should be educating people, training them, getting ready for those jobs. Then it's a win-win for the employers, and it's a win-win for our fellow Minnesotans because we're all one big family. So, um, no, you, you, we have to do that work. Um, and we've always been pretty smart as a state, so we need to get on it and not sit on our laurels and understand that all Minnesotans need that opportunity to be successful, to be, you know, productive, and um, and to, to be a part of our, uh, you know, our workforce. So, um, and, and when your skill set isn't matching up with what the jobs are, that's the issue. And you know what? We have so much automation going on. We've heard about this, you know, the automation, yes, technology. I, I am at a hotel right now. I'm with my husband, and he has to speak somewhere. And the gate, they don't have someone sitting there anymore. It's automated, you know, so you get the machines, you put your card in. Well, someone lost their job. So the job, the nature of the jobs are changing. And what we got to do is make sure that we are, um, again, making really smart investments in our fellow Minnesotans so that they can fill those jobs. Okay, Ms. Otto, I want to give you the opportunity, but we're going to need you like two minutes on the other side of the break to let people know where they can find your website and all that other good stuff. Can you just give us a couple more minutes after the break? You bet. Thank you. You're listening to the Black Republican, Black Democrat Show on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130. Take the truth with you wherever you go. Get the iHeartRadio app for any mobile device. All the links are at TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com. Small business owners, here's a thought. Just about half of all consumers are listening to AMFM radio right before walking into a store. So the last thing they hear on iHeartRadio could be a commercial for your small business right before they reach for their wallets. Call 844-BY-RADIO and advertise on iHeartRadio. Don't you hate it when you're doing your taxes and that so-called free tax site hits you with a $70 charge before you file? $70 doesn't sound very free. Well, now there's Credit Karma Tax. Credit Karma Tax is really, truly, completely free from beginning to end. Itemized deductions, rental income, 1099s for self-employment, state and federal filing. It's all included. This year, file your taxes for free and keep your full tax refund at creditkarma.com slash tax. Free to start, free to finish. Credit Karma Tax. I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray has a $300,000 group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I impartially shopped the highly rated term life insurance companies we represent and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $26 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 1-800-224-5353. That's 1-800-224-5353. 1-800-224-5353. Or go to SelectQuote.com. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price can vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Monday on Closing Argument, where do rights come from? God? Government? Nature? We explore Ayn Rand's revolutionary theory of rights on a special Closing Argument with Walter Hudson. 9 to 11 weeknights on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130 and 103.5 FM. Black Republican, Black Democrat. All of a sudden, nobody's dancing. I am. Welcome, Black. Oh, oh wait, wait. Stan is. Our producer is. I can't get down. I can't get down. 
So get off your seat and jump it out. Oh, no. If you only saw this, we should be live streaming this right now. Who yeah, says white folks can't jump? Like... Yeah, yeah. Anyway, our number is 651-989-5855 or online at TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com. We're going to finish our conversation here real quick with Miss um, Rebecca Otto, who's running for governor of Minnesota. And uh, Miss Otto, if people want to find out more information about you, where do they go? What do they do? Ms. Otto, are you with us? Okay, sorry. Yep, I'm here. Can okay. you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. Oh, good. Okay, yep. So if uh, if you have access to the Internet, you just do, uh, if you Google Rebecca Listens, you'll find me. And okay. um, and I've got a, a, a website. I've got a Facebook page. I have a Twitter account, um, and my hashtag is Rebecca Listens. Um, and, you know, I'd love to hear from people. I am really working to understand um, people's hopes and dreams. You know, what is it? What do we? What's the best Minnesota that we can be going forward? Um, so yeah, and I, okay. I look forward to continuing to listen and engage with Minnesotans all over the state. Yeah, um, and can't wait to have you in, come into the hood, and when you get into the hood, because people are gonna love you. And let, let, let me ask one question though: um, When are you, or have you already? Have you thought about your your your, your um, lieutenant governor? Uh, your running your running mate, or when will you announce or pick? Why don't you stop begging, Jamar? I'm just, I know, I know, okay, right. I know, right? Jamar, Jamar, should we tell him now? Yeah, let's. See, I like this lady. That's a nightmare, right there. You listen. You don't. Jamar, if you if you want to win, you better not pick me. Yeah, we better wait a couple weeks on this. I one. think we'll so. I want you guys to think that. I'll be like your syrup. I'll be like the black Sarah Palin. Yes. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, for, wow. Except for I read. <laughs> oh, you're wrong for that. Sarah. Miss Otto, oh, I look so fine. forward to having you uh, uh, run and, and, and the race and, you know, uh, debating. And, you know, I, hopefully uh, we're praying that you win because I think that uh, Minnesota needs uh, a lady governor and needs someone that's strong uh, like you and full of substance. And so I, I appreciate you coming on today. Yeah, thank you very much, Miss Otto, for your time. But we will have you back on. We'll be following you very close. And if something comes on that you want to uh, voice, you know how to get in touch with uh And Sean's my I. Facebook friend, so, yeah, you know, we're yeah, always, you know. Yeah, yeah, and, you know. We're like family anyway. That's right. Uh, again, that was, we thank you very much, Ms. Otto. We've been you. listening to the Black Republican, Black Democrat show, and that was an interview with uh, Ms. Rebecca Otto running for governor of Minnesota. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Duh. now, see, uh, I see, can't wait. Let me just tell you something. I can't wait. You've been going back and forth with this Republican, this Republican, this. Well. And I need to like flip the script because at some point, Jamar and I and Priya and Priya's Pri Pri understand the mainstream media. Oh, don't start like it's fake. Wait, that's not what I'm saying. There's okay. some, there's some things happening in Minnesota that I was listening. I got up in the morning. My TV like comes on automatically at four thirty. Okay. And so my eyes are still closed. But you know, is how that we- one of those Kelly Conway TVs? No, this is one of those that TVs. Small poltergeist <laughs> TV. I know. Okay. So you know how you're laying in bed and you're thinking because we we're, we're the type of people that just wake up thinking right away. Hey, right? Amen. And I'm thinking, but in the background. I hear that uh, in Minnesota that their spending on education is threatened, and they're blaming it on the Republicans. And they say it instead of two percent. Just this, I'm not getting into context or anything like that, but I just want to make this example. Instead of two percent, the Republicans are saying maybe one and a quarter percent. Now, the news agency, which I'm going to leave anonymous at this point made it sound like the Republicans are cutting this education spending in in Minnesota. So I rolled back over. As someone in education, I'm shocked. 
I'm appalled that my party is trying to cut education spending. I thought your name was Don. It is. You said you was appalled. I was appalled. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyway, and so I turned back over, and I looked. This is new funding, okay? (laughs) This isn't any funding that was there that they were going to pull back. It's just that the governor wanted one thing. The Republicans wanted another thing. And they were presented it as the Republicans are just these evil people here in Minnesota that they're going to cut back this. They are. No, they're not. They're, they're the greatest group of people you ever want to meet. A conservative, you know, will give you. They're the, they're the people that drive off the freeways and see these people standing on a freeway with signs and roll down their window, give them 5, 10, 20 bucks. It's you Democrats that do the drive-bys. Okay. I, I don't. It's I don't you. even. Own, I don't even own a car. <laughs> yeah. I don't even own a car. No, listen. I think that, um, that we we've got to start. Uh, what I want to see is more governing. The fact that we need to start. Uh, both sides of the aisle need to start reaching a consensus on certain issues. Seriously, we need to get do the will of the people. We need to get some work done. Mm-hmm. And I know, as I was asking Miss Aldo, I know Republicans spend time bashing the surplus. But let's think of some good things to do with surplus. In fact, I, I I agree with the uh, with the Republicans' plan of giving that taxpayers their money back. Exactly. Now the governor and I disagree because he wants. To, I, I mean, I do want to put some of it in the in the in a, in a savings, but I think that a surplus is good, and it's and, you, and we should reap the benefits of it. What about what about this idea? Check this out, Priya and and Jamar. We have a lot of minority ethnic people and middle class and poor. White folks, everybody, yellow, red, black, and green that are unemployed. That some at 21 years old ain't never had really a, a job. Why don't we take a chunk of that surplus money and start a compensated work therapy program? Minnesota has, what, 17 or 20 Fortune 1000 companies and other major companies here. And they have areas like housekeeping, if you have the acumen, filing, uh, and other type jobs in their facilities, like especially at hospitals, food service. And yeah, hospitality like is big. Yeah, yeah. Hospitality is yep. big. And yep. we go to these companies and we said, hey, you know, we want to put together this compensated work therapy program. We want to get 50,000 people in Minnesota jobs. Here's the thing, though, Don. What? The, and I'm sure you're aware of it. With, look at what's just happening in Minneapolis. I mean, we're just throwing good money after bad because they but, but, only give it to these chosen few. Yeah, I, so I agree. So it's ridiculous, and we've got to get off our bus and start making hay of the fact that these same particular agencies get their monies, and what are they doing with they, it? They don't have any I ideas. Seen, I, don't know, I know I'm going to get yelled on, but i just seen that Mad Dads and these other people get, what, $250,000 or something? For what? They're supposed, to, they're supposed to get it for training and jobs and things of that nature. Well— how? What are you going to do with the money? Exactly. It's not exactly. working already. So there, There's what? no outcomes. There's never any outcomes. And it ticks us off, and that's why we bring it up, because the fact that there's no accountability. None. You None. give this money to black folks to shut us up, and then those who take it, they run with it. They literally run we, with we've it. We've never seen a penny of any of that. No. Ever. And this is when you got to have people like okay. you know Mr. Edwards and uh, folks on that can <laughs> explain how for years this has been happening. They've been... Given hush money is what I call it, you know, basically. It is. If someone tells me that, hey, you know, if you shut up, we're going to do this, this, or that, and we're going to do it through your nonprofit, and it's a good game if you can get into it, I yes. guess. But, oh, I wish I had one. But if you want to do right. You guys want to start one? Yeah, we should start a nonprofit. Like, what do you need, 50C3 or something? We need a 501C3. <laughs> okay. And we could say that we talk on the radio. I know. I'm going to tell you, you can get ten grand right now from Hennepin County because they've been giving away money. Don't give away, though. Well, you okay. know, we should. We should. Let's share because we need to share the wealth. Right, Priya? 
<laughs> no comment. Oh no, I'm She's saying typical Republican. Let's let's let's, let's fix this. Let's, let me clean this up a little bit. You don't like I don't distribution. Care, I don't care if you if you are a leader of a nonprofit and you make a half a million dollars. I don't care. The thing is, what I care about is that you might have thousands of people walking through your door that need some kind of hand up. If the majority of those people are getting what they need and their lives aren't like their lives were six months from when they first encountered your nonprofit, I will be cool with whatever you do, wherever you live, whatever you drive. The problem in our city, you know, I just heard on the radio they're doing this huge thing on another, yeah, on this radio, that they're doing this huge Prince thing out at Paisley Park, that people are going to be hanging memorials to him on the fence again. And that this company in Memphis was opening it up publicly, but you still have to pay to go in the museum place or the studio place. And I just wondered, wow, wouldn't it be nice if that $4.5 million that a few people in our community received could get a cut and get in there and Look, be a part of that? You're giving monies to organizations that suppose, that, that has already been given monies before. And not ha- we've not seen the results of this. Nothing. And then we're continually doing it because they know the mayor or they they know the gov. Look, there are real leaders and and, and people in our community that could do seriously good things with these money. Great things. So great things. If we've got, but but you, it can't happen when the same few are getting it. Why do why are we? They're saying that we're throwing what twenty two thousand dollars per child here in Minneapolis. Yeah. And and our result, yeah. uh, our graduate. Wasting rates are horrible. Okay, so then what? Uh, hello, something's not going. Something's not going on. But and see, then, I what believe about the statistic is is that Minnesota spends a third of its entire budget on education. It's ridiculous. It's enough. And, and here goes the problem. Here's what they do to us. Okay, and here's what they do to the society. And we're not. This is not a victim's mentality. I just want to get our conservative, my conservative and right. Republican friends. I want. Right. To, I need you to get you on board on this because we do need your help. Yes, no okay? doubt, no doubt. Just like the gay community needed the black community's help to pass that right. vote word. Vote. Now, the black community needs the conservative help and Republicans' help. Now, you know, let, me, let, me just, let me just let me just get I this just, out. No, I just want to tell you. Yeah. I just want to say you're right. I, I, that's all I want Thank to say. Thank you. We you're can absolutely agree. Absolutely right. So, with that said, here's what's happening. I'm looking on on LinkedIn. And I had an all-star profile. I'm connected with a lot of people. Never got a job off LinkedIn. Shameless plug. Okay. But the thing is, instead of actually doing things for people of color in Minnesota, I see a photo op with Governor Dayton, the inclusion director, James Burrow, and a couple other people. We're having, we're having a diversity fair. Diversity. That's show and tell. Uh-huh. Our inclusion fair. Show <laughs> and tell. An equity fair. Show and tell. None of this stuff gets anybody hired ever. I got a home girl, and, I, and uh, she's an active part of the community, um, former law enforcement officer, always in the community. Like uh, th- She raves about the, the goings-on of how this money is being misused. And I wish, you know, next week I'm going to ask her if she can call in so she, we could talk about this because— Here, Look at look at it's just so look, ridiculous. Look, right here, it's on YouTube right now. Governor Mark Dayton discusses people of color career fair. That's ridiculous. How much did that cost? That's ridiculous. It didn't ridiculous. get anybody any job. So Don, <clears throat> geez, Louise, will you uh, will you be coming back next week? No, I'm pissed. I'm gonna go black. <laughs> I, 
before Mr. Xerox's bill gets passed, I'm going to go block some freeways. Well, I'll ask Priya. Pri, Pri, will you be back next week? I will. Okay, we have a lot in the bag, too. And, Don, we've got Chris Fields on next week, so now Woo-hoo. you can really be getting into it with my man Chris Fields. That's going to be a battle. Thank you for listening to Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm Don Allen. Jamar Nelson. And you're listening to Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130. We'll be back next week. Bye. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.